Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. We are out on the road this morning uh, here at my home course, Forest Hills Golf Club, Golf Course and uh, Club, uh, out in Cornelius, uh, where I've been playing for the last several years. And uh, couldn't be more excited. We're, uh, we're hanging out here in the members' lounge. Uh, already tons of guys going off this morning. And uh, conditions are perfect. Uh, that rain that came the other day. Uh, could not have helped more after two to three straight weeks of, of dry, warm temperatures. So everything got a little uh, a little moisture there. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to have fun. Hopefully we'll be at a few more courses uh, that you're familiar with throughout the rest of the summer before we uh, wrap things up this season and get back into football season, which is only now a few months away. Hard to believe, but uh, the summer solstice uh, coming uh, in just about 10 days. And uh, then it is a prime golf season. But Joey Davis, who's been one of the pros out here for some 17 years, he's going to sit down with us uh, at uh, 8.15. The history out here is amazing. This course originally built in 1927. Uh, It has been a family-run operation uh, going back to the 70s now. Uh, second generation, uh, Marcus Sparrows is the head superintendent out here. Uh, his his dad purchased it back in the 70s and operated it for some 40 years. And so uh, just a great, great place to come out. Uh, course is not overwhelming, but provides plenty of challenge to all parts of your game. Great practice facilities out here. Uh, very, very active men's and women's clubs, too. Uh, but I always just uh, love making a tea time and and pairing up with whoever i've uh, met some wonderful people out here uh just all sorts and in, in a, a very comfortable place uh, to come play golf uh people are out here just having a good time and there's some uh, very very talented some serious players out here too so we'll tell you more about uh, the course over the next hour Obviously, the huge story of the week came Tuesday, blindsided everybody. The announcement uh, to the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, and uh, the public investment fund from Saudi Arabia all coming to an agreement, trying to unify the game of golf under one umbrella. 
Is Liv going to go away? I will have some comments on that. I'll try to share with you the best that we understand things. It is still very, very premature in its formation of what it's going to be, how it's going to work. And they still have to pass the muster of uh, the U.S. Department of Justice to make sure they do not violate antitrust laws. It's going to be an interesting thing. The goal, obviously, from the PGA Tour's perspective, one, uh, make the legislation or make the uh, lawsuits uh, go away and to try to eliminate live golf. If this goes through the way that it is planned, uh, Jay Monahan will be in a position to uh, pretty much end live uh, as we currently know it. If they choose to keep a team, some team aspect going, they have the framework there to do it. Uh, and we'll get into a little bit more of the iterations of that. Also joining us uh, coming up at 830, Hunter Westcott, uh, PGA Associate Pro with the Northwest Golf Guys. And uh, he won the professional flight in their most recent tournament, uh, the Callaway Invitational that was out at Arrowhead Country Club uh, out in Canby uh, earlier this week. Uh, but the Northwest Golf Guys have really, uh, from when they started their program to now, it's a, it's a full-on their own club and membership, uh, PGA status here. Uh, but Hunter's a great story, played at nearby Westview High School uh, and then went on to play college golf, and now he has uh, come back as an associate professional. We'll get his thoughts on um, you know, his game, where he's at, as well as uh, getting involved and in, in going through the process uh, to become a certified uh, PGA uh, professional and the different routes that you can go. Uh, so much is is into this game and through COVID and uh, everybody that started taking up the game, the need for more professionals, uh, giving instruction, obviously all of the, the different um, uh, things that the, that the PGA of America has going on, trying to get juniors involved, their different programs and initiatives, uh, they are going to need more professionals in this industry to to help put these programs maintain them providing instruction and opportunities for so many more people to get involved into the game so we'll ask hunter uh how he's gone about doing that and uh how he's able to do it through northwest golf guys which isn't really affiliated with any one particular golf course and and how the game is changing in that regard uh so lots to get to over the next hour but as always we start by going inside the ropes it's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Four tours we are keeping an eye on this weekend. We will start the Corn Ferry Tour, uh, one of the uh, more fun events for them, the BMW Charity Pro-Am. They are in Greer, South Carolina, playing two different courses, the Thornblade Club, and the Carolina Country Club, uh, Thornblade Club goes at par 71. Uh, they're both around 7,000 yards, so these tend to be birdie fests. They need to make it uh, accessible uh, for some of the uh, the celebrities and the amateurs that are out there as well. Ken Griffey Jr., uh, if you saw any of the coverage on Golf Channel either, uh, earlier in the morning, uh, and then they wrap it up, they come back with some, uh, some coverage in the afternoons after the uh, – PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour live coverage are done for the day. Um, 
but we had a 59 on Thursday. Michael Fiegels, and if that name sounds familiar, uh, he is the nephew of uh, Jeff Fiegels, the longtime punter in the NFL. Uh, his nephew, 59 at the Thornblade Club, uh, joining that that crew. Uh, followed it up, though, with a 71. He finds himself three shots off the lead. He's tied with Chan Kim. But Josh Teeter, uh, the longtime PGA Tour and Corn Ferry Tour veteran at 44 years old, uh, trying to earn his way back onto the PGA Tour. Uh, he has uh, quite <laughs> quite a career he's made for himself. Joined the Corn Ferry Tour in 2009, uh, made 26 starts as a rookie, won his only uh, Corn Ferry Tour event, the 2009 Utah Championship, uh, got onto the PGA Tour. Uh, he's had 220 starts on the PGA Tour, 164 on the Corn Ferry Tour, and is looking to get back there. So he's got a three-shot lead. Um, hasn't won yet this season, just one top ten. Uh, but he's right there at 43 on the points list. Boy, if he's able to win, that should shoot him up towards uh, maybe the top 15, top 10, and put him in position to get his tour card back. Uh, Alistair Doherty had a rough opening round. He had a great uh, second round, a five-under round, but he finished one shot off the cut line. So Alistair uh, there, he's hovering around 90th place on the points list. Uh, just trying to find consistency uh, with the putter and the short game scoring uh, for Alistair and see if we can't. Uh, he's still got quite a bit of uh, schedule left to have that special week or two to put him up in contention for a tour card. Champions Tour this week, the American Family Insurance Championship. They are at the University Ridge Golf Course in Madison, Wisconsin, a par 72, 7,083-yard layout. Justin Leonard, the rookie on the Champions Tour, former number one ranked player in the world, has a three-shot lead at 10 under par after a 62. Looking for his first Champions Tour victory uh, as he's uh, just about a couple of weeks shy of his 51st birthday, but he's made every cut so far in 12 events this season, three top tens. Uh, he's got to hold off Steve Stricker, who's in a – uh, crew tied at seven under par with Paul Broadhurst, Stephen Alker, and Marco Dawson. Uh, Stricker, who is uh, looking to take over the mantle as the guy on the Champions Tour from Bernhard Longer. Uh, he was won a couple of weeks ago the Senior PGA Championship. Uh, he's won uh, both the majors on the Champions Tour this week. The LPGA Tour. A 54-hole event this week, one of the long-time events on tour, the ShopRite LPGA Classic in, in Galloway, New Jersey. And some of the players taking a week off. Danny Holmquist from Sweden, your leader, uh, eight under par, one under on her round today. Shara Schmelzel, uh, American, in a group tied at six under par. Uh, not too many big names up there. Georgia Hall and Anna Norquist will start the day at five under par. But all the buzz on the LPGA Tour was last week. Rose Zhang, after winning back-to-back -back NCAA individual titles, made her professional debut on a sponsor's exemption and became the first LPGA player to win in her professional debut since 1951. Uh, she, you could tell she was feeling the nerves, had a two-shot lead going into the final round, a two-over-74 bogey on the 18th, 
got her into a playoff against Jennifer Cupcho, uh, who knows what that experience is like, but uh, won on the second playoff hole. And so Zhang now, uh, 482nd in the uh, on the world golf rankings. She will shoot up very, very quickly. Uh, but not only did she earn a nice paycheck, she accepted uh, LPGA Tour membership following her win, and that will do a lot for her. Mostly, she will be eligible now to be a captain's pick for the Solheim Cup team that's going to play in Spain coming up in September. Uh, but she's also qualified after this week. They'll have a couple of weeks off, and then it's back-to-back uh, majors for them with the LPGA Championship at Baltusrol, and then the U.S. Open a couple of weeks later, early in July, as the women are getting set to play Pebble Beach. She's the fourth first-time winner on tour this season after a collegiate and amateur career that uh, is rivals very, very few. Only one to win an NCAA Division I title and an LPGA tournament in the same season. So everybody will be keeping an eye on Rose Zhang, the 20-year-old, moving forward. PGA Tour is in Canada for the RBC Canadian Open, playing a new course in uh, Toronto, uh, Oakdale Golf and Country Club. And your leader right now is Carl Yuan of China. He is nine under. Uh, Corey Connors, the local favorite, the highest-ranked Canadian on tour. He is at eight under, tied with Aaron Rye, Terrell Hatton, C.T. Pan. Uh, Rory McIlroy, who had one of the most uh, interesting press conferences we've had on tour in a while on Wednesday after stumbling out of the blocks with a, a one-under round finish with a bogey-free 67 to get to six under. He is only three off the pace and if he can uh, shake off everything else that has gone on this week, uh, look for him. He's a two-time defending champion there, won it last year, uh, and that was the week when the Live Tour had its first tournament and all that was going on. And Jay Monahan, and you've heard a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the audio that was played with him in the booth with Jim Nance, all of those things. Well, a year later, uh, the RBC Canadian Open can't seem to catch a break from the from the media spotlight, uh, not the one that they would prefer, and we will get into that a little bit later on in the show. But that's what's going on around the ranks of professional golf this weekend. Plenty to keep an eye on there. And uh, this will be CBS will have coverage. Golf Channel picks it up at 8.30 this morning. ESPN Plus uh, has uh, its coverage going on, and then CBS will pick it up. Uh, later this afternoon around uh, around 1 o'clock, 12.30, 1 o'clock for the RBC Canadian Open. So uh, that's where you can find it this weekend. We'll come back. We're out here live from Forest Hills uh, Golf Club and Country Club. Uh, my home course, it's been so nice to me over the years. Glad we are out here doing this uh, in the members' lounge. Joey Davis, one of the uh, longtime pros out here. He's been out here 17 years. He's a local guy, grew up here. We'll talk to him about the course itself, where it's at, some of its unique history. Uh, it's one of the oldest golf courses uh, around, still going here in the Portland metropolitan area. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sinner and the St. Tailgate. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Now, Center and Saints, uh, you got to wait a little bit there, Will. You guys are up following us at 9, and then uh, we've got Major League Baseball on the fan later today. Phillies and Dodgers at 1230. Uh, Ducks baseball, what a comeback for them last night. Game one of their Super Regional. They spotted Oral Roberts an 8 nothing lead, come back and win it on a walk-off RBI single in the bottom of the ninth. 9-8, so a win today over Oral Roberts. They go to the College World Series in Omaha. That'll be at 545 over on 910 ESPN Portland. But this is golf in the Northwest, at least uh, for the rest of the hour. We are out here at Forest Hills Golf Club and uh, in Cornelius. It's been my home course for the last several years. So pleased to have joining us now Joey Davis. He's the tournament director out here. You've done everything out here in your 17 years, but uh, but local, uh, you've been playing this course uh, for years, and so, so glad. Uh, as friendly a face, he's the most recognizable face after Marcus out here uh, when you come out. But uh, thanks so much for hopping on with us, but uh, we'll talk about the course and some of the things going on, but uh, just you personally, uh, growing up out here, playing the course, what led you to kind of want to have a career uh, in this industry and, and being out here for so long? Yeah, uh, first off, good morning, Swag. Thanks for having me on the radio. It's, it's a pleasure. Um, yes, it's, uh, it's been a long, long time out here for me, and uh, I love it. It's, uh, it's a great place. It's a ga- great, great game. Um, I grew up out here, um, big part to my, my grandpa, my dad. Um, I start off here 11, 12 years old doing lessons with, uh, Bruce Clark. Um, and then basically just fell in love with the game and the Spiros family kind of took me in and, and, and all is history, man. <laughs> I've, I've stayed here for a long time and I love it. And, and it's, uh, it's been a pleasure being here. It's, uh, it's a special place for me. So. Well, no question, and, and you know the history of this course. It was built in 1927, the the first nine, yep. and um, and then the second nine came in 1954, Correct. 27 years Correct. later. So the actual the way it's routed now, the back nine was the original nine. Yes, correct. And so you can see from ten, it's right there off the side of the of the clubhouse, uh, right down right down the road. 
And uh, then the second nine was built. You've rerouted it, so that is the front nine. Um, about 6,300 yards if you play from the back tees, 6,000 there uh, from the second set of tees. Um, but plenty of plenty of challenges. It's funny looking back, and, and they've done a great job chronicling with, with newspaper clippings and old photos and everything here in the clubhouse uh, what it looked like, and, and far less trees back then. <laughs> 100%, and they're shorter. Now they're, they're tall, and there's plenty out there for a challenge. Um, you definitely got to hit it straight, and the greens are – challengeable um they're smaller and they they mostly slope from back to front so they get pretty quick out here um but yeah it's a challengeable challengeable course but a, a friendly course also a very friendly course and and that's what you guys have worked so hard over the years to keep is just a a friendly i always love coming out as a single in the afternoons and weekdays and i never know who who you're you know yeah. You guys are, uh, yeah, you're playing with these guys yeah. today. They're, this is who they are and their members or whatever. Uh, and the members, the membership is actually very, very active too, men's clubs and women's groups. Um, and they they are regularly going uh, not only on weekends but during the week too. Correct, yeah. We have a, a men's club that tees off seven days a week, um, Monday through Friday. They tee off at 1130. On weekends, we start at 740. And we typically typically get about 10 to 12 groups on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and weekends. Um, but, yeah, great group of guys um, and girls. We have about 220, 240 members. And um, as country club members, we're, we're about, you know, 110, 120. So. Yeah, and there is, and, it, and it's as affordable. If you're looking for a membership in a country club stuff, it starts out just individually. If you just want, you know, your golf taken care of for less than two you know, thirty five, two thirty five a month, and you're paying playing as much golf as you, you can come out and play. And it's range it's, and golf, yeah, range yeah. and golf. So it is an absolutely fantastic value. Chatting here with Joey Davis, tournament director out here at Forest Hills Golf Club. Um, you guys, uh, obviously, COVID changed the industry up and down. Uh, the Oregon Golf Association, along with the uh, Oregon PGA chapter and the golf course superintendents, did a great job in not having a pause. At least you were able to stay open and get rounds going mm -hmm. and keep things operating. Uh, a lot of courses had to, you know, couldn't have tournaments, couldn't do food and beverage for a while, all of those sorts of things. Uh, but it really allowed everything to focus on golf and also introduced a ton of people that either had given up the game or were new to the game, needed something to do. Now that we're a couple, three years down the road, what have you guys learned running running a course like here that sees as much play as, as any course here on the west side? Yeah, no, it was it was a busy time for us for COVID. Um, it was good for the game, actually, believe it or not. Um, it As you said, it, it brought a lot, new, a lot of new people to the game. And and as us going forward, we're 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 making steps to make the game a little more friendly. Like we said, you know, we're adding some new tee boxes out there. Um, we made some greens larger. Um, it's and that's what about golf is. It's it's out having it's having fun, being social, and and you know the score is a score, you know. But you know it's 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 been it's been it's been a good actually. So it's. No question. At some of those changes that have gone on out here, uh, if you've never played, uh, 16 is one of maybe the signature hole. Um, there's a couple others that could 16, be. 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, 16 and 17. Uh, so 16 is a, it's a blind tee shot uh, downhill. 
Uh, the pond is down there at the bottom of the hill, about 285 from from where the men yep. the men's tee is, and then an elevated plateau green on the side of a hill, over overlooking it. Um, and there was a lot, as you mentioned, some of those trees had come up. There was a big oak tree protecting the green that had right. kind of overgrown everywhere, but that's all been changed. Yep. Uh, you had you made the green basically a second green to the left Correct. of it. So Double, doubled the size, yeah. Doubled the size of it, so it's much more accessible. There's still the one tree on the right side of the fairway properly pra- placed where mm-hmm. if you have a, uh, a gentle, not-so-gentle fade. Correct. <laughs> uh, blocks your second shot, but you've opened up the fairway on the other side of that, so you actually, if you hit it, if you slice it, you still have a chance to Correct. save it. yeah. Yeah, it can run through, so... Yep, it was a good change. We made the the fairway wider, and um, and 16 is it's a good hole. It's it's tough, but um, we've made a few changes to make it a little bit more easier, friendly. Yeah, I mean, there's enough challenge as it was, and, yeah. and I think that's one of the things. A, a course now that is approaching a uh, hundred years old yes. as it goes, and we've seen, and I know Marcus uh, Spiros, uh, the superintendent here, and, and he's the the you know in charge of the place, mm-hmm. taking it over from his dad. Um, you know, we've seen that now where trees, uh, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of shade, have something to deal with and, and kind of line those fairways. But as they get older, the overgrowth, uh, the green, you know, courses do need some sun so the, so the grass can grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been taking out more and more trees. What are you finding that that is necessary to keep the, the courses healthy? Yeah, no, it's, it's been a good thing. It, you're, you're right. You know, those greens do need sunlight to grow. Um, and it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's been a good thing, you know, losing trees is never a nice thing, but there's, there's certain spots where we could take away trees and not affect the look, the layout, but, but more help the greens, help, help the spots that need it. So it's, it's, it's been good. Chatting here with Joey Davis, tournament director out here at Forest Hills. We mentioned uh, the original architect is William Bell, mm-hmm. and that's significant because the U.S. Open next week is going to be played at L.A. Country Club. He designed that yep. along with Bel Air and Riviera. Yep. And so, uh, so yeah, you're seeing a, a design in a golf course that's going to look somewhat familiar uh, when we see L.A. Country Club next week at the U.S. Open. That will be exciting. Uh, for members, but for people that haven't played the course, that haven't made it all the way out, one, uh, the view is beautiful. You're right at the edge of wine country, the rolling hills, farmland, some vineyards. Uh, you could you, 20 minutes away from downtown Portland, and you feel like you are just completely away from the city, and so it's very relaxing in that in that regard. But when you play it, I think four, five, and six is maybe as tough a three-hole stretch as you're going to find around here, even playing – you know, some of the pumpkin and other places, man, you have to be accurate. Uh, if you get out of position, you're frankly hooped, and I've been a lot out of position. <laughs> yeah, those are some tough stretch holes right there. You know, number four is a, a long par three. Um, How in 1927 do you – 208 yards for a par three with the equipment that they had. They were probably hitting drivers. They had to be hitting <laughs> drivers and hoping to get there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a tough, it's a tough hole, but it's a, it's a good one. You know, it's, it's, it is probably the, the toughest hole out here. I, I think, um, you know, the whole green shape is, is, you know, big back to front again. Um, you got two protecting bunkers in front and 
yeah, a fast green. And like you said, 208 yards away is, is nothing short. <laughs> no, it's it's nothing short. And then five is a dogleg left, uh, 415-ish yards. And for somebody that cannot draw the golf ball, uh, I would say that hole's more difficult than than four. Yes, yes. There is a – if you do hit a draw, it does help out quite a bit. You know, you can get one down to, to 150 and then, you know. but uh, And an uphill second uphill shot. Uphill second shot, another, another – back to front green and uh and two two bunkers or excuse me one bunker up front and then a double dog leg par five 550 ish yards is is number six now it is a nice it's maybe as much fun driving that hole because you're elevated and it is open there's a slope to the right so if you keep if you don't go on top of the hill it'll come back in the fairway but that second shot is is brutal yeah number six is one you can really let it go it's uh it is it's lone fur it's uh yeah a big dog lake double dog lake right to left um but yeah it's a great hold also so a lot of fun and then uh the back nine is fun too because you have three par fives and three par threes and so the back nine which was originally the the first nine the only nine very scorable um but accuracy is is of utmost importance so if you can drive it straight length is not necessarily it's helpful obviously long and straight is always preferred but uh, accuracy, putting yourself in the fairway, you're going to have an opportunity to score on that back nine. Yeah, 100%. The back nine is a little bit shorter. Um, and like you said, you do have more scoring opportunities with three par threes and three par fives. Um, there is more OB on the back. So, yes, definitely off the tee is, is important, being somewhat straight. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, that is the original nine, and it's uh, it is my favorite nine. So it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, I know sometimes on Tuesdays you you reroute you reroute the nine. So come on out on a Tuesday. You can play it in its original state. It's a lot of fun. Joey Davis, tournament director here. Um, again, there are some uh, country club membership opportunities, but those are closing up fast. You guys are getting close to full membership uh, as affordable as you're going to find out here. Yeah, 100 percent. We've had a lot of new members join uh, this last year and um and we're we're getting close to our top number, so yeah. If you're if you're looking to join, I'd I'd hop on it. But there's also you guys do a lot of uh, other tournaments that are open to anybody, pretty much that's got a, a USGA handicap. Yeah, we do we do monthly tournaments out here, um, usually on the first or second weekend. Um, they're two day events. Um, our our most popular ones are are the partner events. Um, we've got one coming up here, and and actually next weekend the. Uh, two-man chapman so there you go looking forward to it it's a it's a it's a good event good times for sure they have a lot of fun out here uh it, and it's the weather's going to be perfect here for the next few weeks so uh if you're interested in hosting an event out here joey is the guy to talk to uh joey davis out here at forest hills thanks so much for having us out hey. this morning hopping on man it's all my pleasure man i, I enjoy it you bet. Well, we'll let you get back to work. Hunter Westcott, uh, PGA Associate Pro from Northwest Golf Guy, is going to join us next. Uh, he was the professional winner at the Callaway Invitational uh, from the Oregon PGA last week. We'll talk to him, and we'll have some thoughts on uh, the PIF-PGA Tour merger and what this is going to look like uh, at some point down the road. Right on. Thanks, guys. There you go. We'll take a quick break. We're making the turn here. It's Golf in the Northwest from Forest Hills Golf Club on 1080 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Jason Swigart back here making the turn. We are live from Forest Hills Golf Club out in Cornelius, my home course. Thanks to Joey Davis, tournament director, for sitting down with us. Uh, he's back as the uh, the men's club. Uh, they have their crews going out this morning. Uh, again, golfforesthills.com is where you can get all the information, tee times, uh, lessons, tournaments, uh, you name it, it is there. Uh, but right now, joining us on the line uh, from Northwest Golf, guys, Hunter Westcott, PGA Associate Professional. Uh, he won the professional flight in the Callaway Invitational earlier this week, uh, one of the pro-ams that uh, of, is put on by the uh, PGA Northwest section. Uh, but he is a, a local player as well. Went to Westview High School, uh, an outstanding high school golfer there, then went on to a, a great collegiate career, but now is back. And we've known Travis and the Northwest Golf Guys for a number of years, but uh, now an associate professional. Yes, Northwest Golf Guys actually has its own club, its own membership uh, with PGA professionals and now the Sim House. But uh, good morning, Hunter. First of all, congratulations there uh, on the win. Nice little uh, paycheck there. Three under, a 139 total out at Arrowhead uh, Golf Club, holding off uh, guys like uh, Ross Kakula and Tim Frawley, who have uh, been guests on the show. So congratulations on that. And welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was a it was a tough event and had a great time and very excited to be uh, be on the show with you guys. Well, yeah, and, and talk about your journey. I mean, you kind of got introduced what as a youngster, but twelve years old. And for some people that end up uh, getting into uh, golf as a profession, that seemingly a little late. You played as most kids did growing up in Oregon, uh, you know, soccer and club soccer. What was it about golf uh, being introduced to it uh, and, and finding success early on that just uh, you gravitated to the sport and decided to make it your career? Well, the funniest part about that is when I first started looking at golf, it was really to escape playing baseball. <laughs> I started <laughs> out playing baseball when I was little and uh, wanted to get away from the sport, took a couple too many black eyes and said, you know what, like too many baseballs getting hit or something like that. I was like, I'm just going to get hurt later on, but what's something that I can do and look long-term, play long-term. And even with like soccer, 
I took too many injuries when I was playing. And so I, I looked at a sport like golf and said, you know what, it's, it's fun. It's different. You know, Tiger being the pinnacle of golf, it was like, you know, how can you not be interested in this game and the sport and what it has to offer? And especially when you're, you know, going up the ranks kind of thing with junior golf, um, going into high school and college, like it, it was very easy to just pull me in and suck me into the game and just get me interested. Well, and certainly played well enough. You earned a scholarship. Dominican College, and I got to say, look, I'm an aficionado of small colleges and, and stuff. I had never heard of Dominican College. How did you find them, or how did they find you? Uh, a good old trip to Las Vegas. Um, we had a – there was an AJGA event in Las Vegas, and conveniently um, my coach over there, um, Keith Prokop, he uh, – visited the tournament it was uh it was a tournament for unsigned seniors in college and i got a late start looking for colleges you know i i knew i was good enough to play it was just where was the question and um met up in las vegas took a turn and was super interested in the college so i actually flew out to new york for a visit and wasn't the perfect visit because i think it was about zero degrees when i actually went and did the tour but uh you know what the the team was great the college experience was great and you know the the big claim to fame for college was we we walked in as uh four freshmen and our sophomore year we turned around and made it to a national championship yeah 2017 and and uh, actually the the bad weather is probably the best time to go because if you have a good time and the weather stinks then you know you're going to have a good time when it's all good <laughs> uh hunter westcott is our guest pga associate professional so you go you set school records there you go to a national championship did you harbor dreams of hey maybe i might be able to to make it as a as a professional player did you try to go the the mini tour route at some point or uh, did you find out pretty quickly the difference between where you were at and where you had to get to? Yeah, I think, you know, from an earlier age, I, you know, once I got into golf, once I stopped the baseball side of things, I switched over to wanting to be a golfer. Um, my my big dream, like most kids probably, was, hey, I want to be a a pro athlete, whatever the sport is. I just want to be a professional at something. Um, but with golf, it was nice just because I started to develop very quickly in the game and figure it out a lot quicker than I expected. And so, um, you know, I, I do, uh, have the aspirations to hopefully try to make like a corn fairy or something one day, or, um, you know, whether that's do some Monday qualifiers to try to get onto the corn fairy or something like that. But, um, Right now, I think I'm in a great position with Northwest Golf Guys where it offers the opportunity to um, do the other side of golf, be able to teach people and show them and share with them um, what I've learned over my years of playing, as well as, um, you know, like today we actually have a Northwest Golf Guys event out here at Spring Hill. So I'm, I'm over here at Spring Hill getting ready to run the event, but um, just offers me the opportunity to be around golf and um, develop my game at the same time playing in these uh, section championships and Oregon chapter championships um, against some very talented golfers that have played on like a Canadian tour or a Corn Ferry tour as well. 
Well, we see that, and obviously Michael Block uh, is playing on a sponsor's exemption this week. Didn't make the cut at uh, the RBC Canadian Open, but uh, came back with a nice second round there. Um, but it now, and I think the thing, Northwest Golf Guys, I mean, we remember talking to Travis, I don't know, six, seven years ago, and he was just getting sort of this thing starting. And now, not only do you guys have tours that are going on in Portland, Seattle, and over in Central Oregon, but you are now able to get your PGA Associate Professional designation, and you guys have the sim houses where, well where you're able to uh, give lessons. Talk a little bit about uh, just how far you and Travis have developed this thing. Yeah, so I, I've been with Travis for about a year and a half now, and you know, Travis started this. When this Northwest Golf Guys group started, it originally started just kind of as a course review article, nothing – um, nothing too tournament based that we are now. Like we, we kind of started transitioning that in the past and uh, Travis and Zach just turned this into this huge thing. Um, we span the entire West coast. Now um, we go Seattle, Portland, Bend, our NorCal and SoCal groups. So we're spanning the entire West coast now. Um, and between memberships um, like handicaps, um, through the USGA and tournaments. I mean, we have a ton of members that, you know, wide variety of members too, not just the scratch side, but handicaps between, you know, 25s all the way down to a couple plus handicaps down there too. So we get a wide variety of players and especially at the sim house where we have two simulators, it offers me the opportunity to be able to help our players that go and play in our tournaments be able to come back to me and say, Hey, this is what happened at the tournament. This is what I need to work on. And then I can sit down with them and we can start to develop a, a new game plan of what we need to do to help them succeed in their next event with us. Hunter Westcott, PGA associate professional with Northwest golf guys uh, here with us. You can find out more the sim house, S I M house.com. Uh, and uh, you can get information if you're looking for some, some lessons, some help. Um, what uh, what is uh, what's the strength of your game? You there the only player under par at the uh, at the event at three under out at Arrowhead, which is not an easy track. Uh, where where is your game at? What's the strength of your game? Uh, I take a lot of pride in my driving and my putting, um, especially with the putter. You know, I think it doesn't get talked about enough how difficult putting can be. And just the ability to read lines and see lines, I feel like I try to look outside the box sometimes when reading putts or, you know, looking at some difficulty out on the course. Um, same thing off the tee. You know, I like to, I like to really shape a ball around corners or dog legs. And um, I think it's a very fun ability to be able to do that. And I take pride in being able to do that with my game. Well, as somebody that struggles on the greens, I struggle with pace uh, uh, and judging speed. Uh, if I were to, to come to you, where would you want to start uh, with somebody to try to get a handle on uh, uh, adjusting and, and getting the grasp of the speed of a green? Speed of the green is, is a unique one, especially when you're, you're going from course to course or different areas. You know, like today you're at Forest Hills, but then if you go to like a Langdon Farms the next day, the green speeds can be different. So sometimes it's tough to adjust. I would definitely say, you know, 
setting up about, you know, start at six feet and start to work backwards slowly. But I would start at six feet, then move three feet back, then move three feet back from there and roll three putts from, you know, set some tees in the ground, but roll three putts from each of these spots and go back till you're, you know, back 20, 30 feet and start to realize the, the length of the putting stroke you're taking. Um, you know, one thing that amateurs do a lot is they accelerate their putter into the golf ball. And what happens is it causes speed um, fluxation. So you're, you're basically going to hit one putt that's going to roll about to the, to the cup. And then the next one you hit, you'll maybe accelerate a little too much and it'll go past the hole. So um, it's not deselling into the ball, but something I would look at is definitely, you know, are you kind of hitting a pop stroke or are you accelerating? That's what I would do. And just work from that like 20 foot range, just really working on like lagging the ball, dying it um, next to the cup. So you have an easy tap in versus a no, you know, like a three or four footer coming back. There you go. Hunter Westcott, PGA Associate Professional with uh, Northwest Golf Guys. Uh, you can find out more about him and uh, his teaching, thesimhouse.com. Uh, he's out at Spring Hill today, so don't hit him up today. He's running a Northwest Golf Guys <laughs> tournament. But uh, but we uh, congratulations again on uh, winning the professional side of the Callaway Invitational. Thanks so much uh, for stopping by, and uh, I'm sure I know Dirt and Sprague are playing in uh, Northwest Golf Guys events, and so uh, hopefully we'll run into you here sometime soon. Hunter Westcott, thanks so much. Uh, have a great time out at Spring Hill, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you so much. Have a good day out of Forest Hills. All righty. We will do that. Uh, and, again, congratulations to Hunter. TheSimHouse.com uh, is where you can go find out uh, more about uh, his story, uh, his teaching, and everything else going on with Northwest Golf Guys. We have known Travis for years here with Golf of the Northwest and are so uh, impressed with what uh, he has turned uh, that operation into okay uh, let's take a break come back business of golf i will share with you what we're able to find out jimmy dunn appears to be the architect of how this pif pga tour dp world tour unification is going to work going forward it is very very early in its stage the news broke on tuesday Everybody seems more confused now than what we thought we knew on Tuesday. I'll give you a few thoughts and, and what we've discerned uh, as we wrap things up here. Live from Forest Hills Golf Club out in Cornelius, this is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 851 here live from Forest Hills Golf Course out in Cornelius, my home course. Thanks again to Joey Davis, tournament director here, for sitting down with us uh, a little bit about the history of the course. It's a, a great history, nearly a century old, uh, and we encourage you to come out. GolfForestHills.com has all the information uh, about upcoming tournaments, uh, tee times, uh, if you're interested in joining the Country Club membership here, uh, very, very affordable. Uh, you've got uh, just uh, monthly, if you want to just uh, play golf yourself, it's uh, 235 bucks a month, and that is unlimited golf and range for you. Uh, such a great, great value. 
uh, yeah, 16, much more playable now. They've opened it up a little bit. Uh, more tee boxes uh, for newer players, kids, uh, first-timers, and, and that's the key, really. Uh, it can be intimidating to stand back there on the back tees and go, I, I can't hit it that far. No, the point is to come out as far as you can hit it. Your skills will develop. Um, and uh, they've got uh, plenty of practice facilities out here. There's four practice greens. There's a couple of chipping areas, the driving range. So all sorts of room and space for you to develop all aspects of your game. But in the business of golf, obviously this week, Tuesday, uh, the news came. Uh, Dirt and I were sitting there getting ready to start the second hour, maybe a little uh, – uh, NBA Finals, some Stanley Cup final. No, 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 no. What is CNBC saying? The PGA Tour and the public investment fund from Saudi Arabia that was the financing arm to Live Golf announcing they've got the structure uh, of a plan to unify uh, all groups as well as the DP World Tour under an umbrella company that will be for profit uh, that Jay Monahan will run. Uh, it, it, it has appeared now as the news has come out, trickled out over the week. Jimmy Dunn uh, is the architect of this deal. Uh, he is a uh, investment banker, mergers and acquisitions guy that's also on the PGA Tours board of directors um, and well-known within uh, the golfing world. He finally reached out back in April to Yasir al-Rumayan, who's the governor uh, and in charge of that public investment fund, and said, why don't we meet? Uh, they met over in England. Uh, they had dinner. They played golf. And some seven weeks after, uh, they've got the framework of a deal. Now, this is far from being finished, but the PGA Tour will still be the PGA Tour. Commissioner Jay Monahan, though, will become the CEO of this new operation, which will oversee Live Golf and the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. Uh, and so Live Golf will finish out their current schedules. They're obligated. They have players. They need to go finish that out. But after this year, there's no guarantees. Plus, Monahan's the guy, along with the player advisory board from the PGA Tour, if guys like Bryson and Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka want to come back, and play on the PGA Tour, if there is no live tour, uh, they're going to have to okay it through them. So you know there will be penalties, there will be punishment. They may not be allowed to come in right away, depending on a whole host of factors. Um, and then there is the discussion, is, is the PIF now own the PGA Tour? It does not appear that is the arrangement, at least directly. Uh, the PIF will have the right of first refusal to be the tour's investment partner through this company that everybody is creating. And so if the PGA Tour, uh, and where this comes into effect is for these elevated tour events moving forward where sponsors were going to be asked to double, maybe even triple the sponsor check that they were writing before, and they're saying, uh, we either don't have the funds or we're not getting a, a return on investment, then the PGA Tour can go to PIF and say, are you willing to invest here? It looks like PIF just wants to be involved in golf uh, worldwide. For some people, that's just a non-starter. They're not going to listen to the rest of the argument, and perfectly fine. Uh, 
Rory McIlroy has been the most level-headed person throughout all of this nonsense. Um, if you go back and listen to his tournament press conference Wednesday, uh, barely able to have enough time to digest what was going on. Uh, but I think the thing that he said and the realization, personally, I think he's pretty upset. I don't think this is the way that he wanted it to come down. But he understands that if the PIF was going to continue to spend hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, and they wanted to be involved in golf, that they could keep live going. Maybe they come up with some other entity. Maybe they invest in something else. Uh, but there was always the possibility of more and more players and more and more young top players not even going to the ranks of the PGA because they could have uh, you know, a, a guaranteed uh, income from something that the PIF was funding. Why not divert those funds back to the PGA Tour, keep the integrity and structure of the tour and its competition and its uh, meritocracy um, cuts, all of those sorts of things? and and partner up there i think that's the sentiment we will see how this plays out uh there are very there are a lot of things that people can get uh you know all roiled up about emotionally and not to say that it's not valid uh but if the pga tour is going to keep itself together and keep the top players in the world something like this was inevitable so I will reserve a little bit of judgment till we see how this is going to look. Uh, they want to announce the tour schedule for 2024 20, uh, coming up as soon as possible. So let's, and if more of the money trickles down, I would love to see it trickle down more to the Corn Ferry Tour level, those sorts of things, uh, to develop guys and be able to really support them. That would be, I think, where even more in the investment you'd like to see. More thoughts on this as we get more details in the coming weeks and months. Thanks again to Marco Spar uh, Marcus Sparrows out here, uh, as well as Joey Davis, tournament director here at Forest Hills. Thanks to Hunter Westcott. That'll wrap it up for us. Center and Saint coming up next. Major League Baseball coming up at 12:30 today. I'm Jason Swigard. Hit him straight. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 